76.1 The Vault. Hey gang, if you want your song heard by the guys down at Rugburn's Drive Through Brazilian Wax Shop, well, just send me that one MP3, that best MP3, to 76.1thevault at gmail.com and check me out at bestfriendinthewasteland.com. Hey gang, this week we hear back from Dead Crow Road, Ain't Living Long, Ace of Spades, Falling Away, Freya Alley, Big Wild World, Just a Jester comes back again with Soldier, Temple of Reason checks in with Poison the Water, The Airwaves come back with Metal Heart, and to round it all out, it's Weekend Recovery Surprise. That and so, so, so much more coming up right after this. Class Action Industries. Ow! We run on bad ideas. 76.1 The Vault. You're with your best friend in the wasteland. And I know that is the way it is going for you right now because you turned in. Yes, you did. You got on your list of favorite podcasts. And you said 76.1 The Vault. Oh, shit. Mitch has got a new episode for me. And you jumped in with your best friend in the wasteland product free i'm not gonna sit there and make you listen to some meundies bullshit no 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 you're sitting back you're gonna relax we're gonna hear some music we might hear some funny commercials about some fictitious shit so i'm really surprised that we heard in from a bunch of new people this week yes we did guys are getting out there they're sending me emails at 76.1 the vault at gmail.com and they're like hey mitch play my song and i'm like okay no problem i'll do it and uh just somebody that we heard from uh that does that on the regular somebody that i like to drop the name of somebody that makes me feel a little more special knowing that i know them and they know me back and we talk to each other on facebook all the time we even share each other's posts yes that would be my good friends over at dead crow road they sent me a song called ain't living long i'm really surprised i haven't heard this song on the radio it's got that southern fried rock sound from Dead Crow Road, marinated in Americana, served over that classic 80s sound. This is a toe-tapping song talking about dangerous lifestyles and having the best time in life. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dead Crow Road, and the song is called Ain't Living Long. Can. 
feeling I have knowing that I have really good friends in Dead Crow Road and they send me their music to share with you guys and you don't know them so you gotta contact me to hear them. Nanner, nanner, nanner. But you can find them all over the internet, right? Dead Crow Road's on uh, Facebook. They're on the YouTubes. They're in all those familiar places. And you know who else is? Uh, that guy that we have heard from before. We have heard from so many times. I'm talking about my good friend, Just a Jester. Now, we've been hearing a lot from Just a Jester here. Now, look, Just a Jester has been around for a while. He's uh, based in London. Yeah, good old London over there in the UK. And he's he supported the likes of Van Morrison. He has performed at Glastonbury seven times and played with Stuart Copeland from the police, not to mention playing live on BBC One to over 7 million viewers. This is Tim Whitaker, a.k.a. Just a Jester, and he has had an illustrious career in the music industry. So, okay, that's what the reads want me to read. <laughs> that's what the, the guys in the suits say that I have to say. You know what? I've always liked Just a Jester. I like all his music that he sends in because it's all this enjoyable kind of psychedelic music um it's it's always chill it's a groove ride you just get on and you're just on the ride with him you know that's the only way i can explain the uh just adjuster you just sink into it like the beatles you know just any type of like psychedelic music you just get in that special frame of mind and just relax let the music come as you come over you and enjoy it. This is Just a Jester, and the song is called Soldier. We all have simple dreams in a sea of complication. The road is long, it seems, to reach this destination. A voice inside encourages to fight for battle to the bitter end. For our dreams we must contend. Rise above the fear, climb the barrier, leave the past behind us, onward through the years. Some are dark while others burn so bright. Some to remember. Like a soldier
Just a jester, man. I love that psychedelic sound that he comes in with. And, you know, he's got his own style, his own sound. Because when you when you hear it, I mean, you know what I mean? You're hearing, you know that's his music. You know that's uh, just a jester. And that song was called Soldier. So uh, we have heard from this next act from the mean streets of where they are. And uh, let's see, we heard him say uh, the, the, the words, what's up, 115 times the last time we had him on the show. And that would be uh, Ace of Spades, might be too paid, might just be Ace of Spades. I'm confused as a middle-aged white guy. I do know at the beginning of this song, you hear the same sound I make when I miss the nail and hit my fucking finger with the hammer. I'm telling you, when you hear the beginning of this song, you will believe me. Not really sure what this song is about. Um, I can hit those high notes when I crush my finger working on my riding mower. Uh, let's see. As a middle-aged white dude, I can sing along to about 99% of this song and not be me three'd. I'm not sure if it's Ace of Spades or Two Page or Three Doors Down, but we are surely falling away or smashing your finger with a framing hammer. It all sounds the same. So this will be my good friend Ace of Spades or Two Page or coming this Saturday to a theater near you. We are Ace of Spades and the song is called Falling Away. This one for the old folks. It's gonna be better days. Shit, this started 
clip I bust his corn. I don't give a fuck about shit, I don't rap cap. Niggas walk around this bitch and they rap trap. Swear to God, I'ma take your man's, ain't no rap cap. Pop your man's on his bands, he a rap cap. Put that nigga on his ass, swear to God, his ass flat. Seventy-six point one, the vault. Here's your weird news from the wasteland update. Hey, gang! Meet the makers of South African elephant dung gin. Is there a word for it when you're curious but also grossed out at the same time? Yes, yeah, because that's usually what happens when you experience something like. Hey, a few months back, we brought to you the story of the Swedish disgusting food museum and their exhibition of revolting alcohols. Among those drinks was a delightful Korean wine made out of rice and human shit. If people poop does not quite suit your delicate palate, you're in luck! You now have an alternative, although this drink probably should have been featured in the same museum exhibit. Allow us to present to you Indelevu Gym, produced by the South African company Ibhu? Ibhu? Ibhu. 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 I pee freely. The drink is still produced from a bunch of crap, but at least it didn't come from a human being. Well, there you go. You know, when I think alcoholic refreshment, I think dog shit. Oh, no, the poop in question was excreted by a much larger animal. No, that's not... Oh, oh, no. It's not... Oh, no. (laughs) I was like, oh, no. No, but this is, oh no, the poop in question was excreted by a much larger animal that ate very many things. In fact, the largest living land mammals, the African elephant. Do you think he walks up and goes, oh, like, like. <laughs> According to it, who moves over these Zulu elephants? <clears throat> and granted, and to love you. Was not exactly a new product. It's been on the market since November 2019 and is available mainly in mainly African countries who cannot read the label. <laughs> Just a big elephant smiling all there. Oh, this is good shit. Let's drink it. This is elephant happy juice. According to Ibhu's website, Indelevu is the only gin des- designed by the African elephant. From foraged botanicals. The company says that the drink uncovers the true taste of Africa in every glass. Africa tastes like television. Really? What was the marketing so. Really, what was the marketing slogan you wanted to go for with poop gin? Oh, well, whatever works. As far as exotic drinks goes, we're ready to rank and to love you gin pretty high on the list. But how on earth did someone come up with an idea to make gin out of elephant droppings? Hey, man, look, the Mexicans are putting worms in tequila and we think that's cool. So why not have a little fucking elephant nugget? <laughs> As far as exotic drink goes, we're ready to rank and, and to love you, Jen. Pretty high on the list. Well, compared to that donkey shit, Jen, we tried last week, the elephant shit's really good. Like so many other strange ideas, and to love you was born with one question. How can we make the nastiest fucking gin ever? Could it be done? And like with so many other strange ideas, perhaps the question should have been, should it be done? Hell no. We got a bunch of other fucking spotted owl baby seal shit we can make gin out of. We don't need to fuck with elephant shit yet. At least according to the drinks inventors, Paula and Les Anley, 
people who have done a lot of mushrooms in their lifetime. It should. The Ansleys moved to, from the UK to South Africa after being kicked out for making cat shit gin in their backyard. <laughs> At one point, the thought of making poop gin had never crossed their minds. Yes, yeah, right before they got their asses kicked out of the UK. It all changed when the couple visited an animal reserve, got stranded in the middle of nowhere, and decided to make poop gin. It all changed when the couple visited an animal reserve. During their visit, a game ranger told them he was really lonely and... (laughs) During their visit, a game ranger told them about elephants' particular eating habits. Oh my god. Apparently, the the huge creatures are picky eaters, but their digestive system absorb only roughly half of whatever they eat. The rest is consumed, remains in their dung, comes out the other end. Well, that's just wonderful. At this point, perfectly normal idea pooped into their head of the <laughs> What if he was allow elephants to poop in the... What if he was... Allow- Allow elephants to gather only the choicest botanical ingredients and then use their dung to flavor a gin. Well, you know, I've always said gin tastes like shit, so there you go. Like we said, a perfectly normal idea. Oh, shit, that's a great idea. Paula thought so, too, because she's stupid. Because after her husband consulted her, we've got a bunch of money to fucking waste after this whole damn AMC fiasco with GameStop. Anyway, the two decided to give the elephant crap gin a shot. And there you go. They invested their life savings into elephant shit gin. We contracted the... Oh my god. Uh, you gotta do throat clicks to say this name. We contacted the... We, had, we, we, we contacted the... Batyrdeskop Game Reserve in Western Cape, and we said, do you think you could send us some of the elephant dung? And they said, who is this calling? (laughs) They said, no, sir. This is a serious phone number. (laughs) They said, yeah, sure, no problem. And they mail us some elephant (laughs) They have to be the most bored people ever if you just call them and you're like, hey... Can you send me some shit over? Yeah, we'll box them up and send it right to you. And you know what they get? They get an email of them going, Fuck you! Can you do that and just have the package sent to your ex's house? They should get together with the San Antonio Zoo and just mail off fucking random boxes of fucking shit to somebody. Hey, man. Oh my god, they said, yeah, sure, no problem. They mailed us some elephant dung, and we started looking at how to prepare it with way too much time on your hands. Neither Les nor Paula had any experience in distilling alcoholic drinks. Oh, really? Well, if you think shit's a good idea, you're going in the wrong direction. But this story just goes to show you that anything is possible if you lose your mind into it. Uh, even making elephant dung booze. No. That has got to be some of the worst idea. Elephant bullshit. After what we assume was a lot of trial and more or less disgusting error, the couple perfected their process. It also begins with high quality artisanal dung. Are you kidding me? Only the finest elephant poop comes in. It all begins with high-quality artisanal dung. It's created in batches by dedicated elephant buttholes. Our gin comes from only the finest elephant. (laughs) These fucking Republicans make the best ass beer. Finally, the sterilized... Okay. First, the dung goes through a drying and sanitization process. Then the poop is rinsed and dried again, resulting in what Les describes as perfectly fucking nasty and safe and edible product. Les speaks from experience. He's been talking shit for years. Finally, the sterilized dung is infused into the gin. 
That's a fancy way of saying we poured the fucking gin over some shit, and here you go. It tastes like that every time. Finally, the sterilized dung is infused into the gin. That's a fancy way of saying it was plopped into a batch full of booze until the flavors came off. Yummy. After bottling, each bottle of End to Love You is marked with the GPS coordinates where the dung used to make came from and the date it was collected. You can see that it's the winter in Kruger and the summer in Butterscop. That's an additional story, Les said. Les, I mean, I tell you what. You want to talk about a dumbass that you're glad isn't your neighbor in the fucking UK anymore and some pissed off people in South Africa that Les showed up. What am I doing in my garden? Well, I'm playing with uh, elephant poo today. <laughs> this is going to light flame. <laughs> no, no. The manufacturing process sounds all fine and good, but no booze is worth the price if it tastes like, well, crap. And the question about End to Love You is, does it? Apparently not. It's got an earthy, grassy type flavor. Depending on where we collect the botanicals or which elephants we collect the botanicals from, the gin flavor is going to change slightly. Yes, from grassy shit to muddy shit. We've got them all down here at Shitty Gins Incorporated, run by Les and Paula. Should you taste the gin, you would detect hints of the usual gin flavoring, such as juniper berries and coriander. But you'll also taste whatever it was the elephant chose to eat, which could include aloe, acacia, or any number of grasses, fruits, or bark. We were very aware that if we were making gin from dung, we would have to make good gin. Otherwise, we were it's only ever going to be gimmicky. Listen. Oh, well, let's go after gimmicky gin. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would, you know, why don't we run some through some of Kobe's old sweaties gym socks, and we'll call it gym socks gin from Kobe, instead of having elephant shit gin. Now I gotta move to L.A. and move the boob signs. Put Kobe up there, Kobe gin. I give it away. Hey, if you want to test the gym yourself, it retails for about $34 a bottle if you got that much money to waste. That might seem steep, but you'll also be contributing to a good cause. Yes, removing elephant dung from across the Serengeti. Ibhu donates 15% of the gym's profits to the Africa Foundation to support wildlife conservation in the Penda Game Reserve. It only makes sense. Without the elephants, the Ansleys would lose their gin's primary ingredient. And that'd be a crappy end to one weird drink. No, it's a crappy start to a drink. It was a crappy idea. That's it from the Wasteland. Now tell me the beginning of that song didn't just sound like you just hit yourself in the fucking thumb with a hammer. While holding a nail trying to put a shingle up. Tell me. <laughs> I've done that shit before. That was uh, that was Ace of Spades or Two Page. I'm not a hundred percent sure. He he doesn't really communicate very well. He just sends me music and says, "Hey, play this," and I do. So uh, there <laughs> there you go. Uh, but you know who else we've heard for? You know what? I'm going to read you guys some emails now from people that were actually excited to get on the show. <laughs> Okay, so I heard from a guy that I cannot say his name, but here here we go. This is what his email is. It's, Hi guys, we are a band from Norway that have been listening to your podcast. Perhaps you would be interested in playing our songs? Question mark. Please listen to Attached Tune. Best, this is the Temple of Reason. And the song is called Poison the water my notes on this song this sound reminds me of death clock mixed with iron maiden and a few other bands in that genre that classic metal sound that sounds triumphant when it builds up not just power chords like metallica but more orchestrated and dynamic intricate tapestries of notes intertwined and tiptoed between powerful chords making a magnificent sound that i can only describe as awesome how about that this is temple of reason and the song is called poison the water
Okay, so that was Temple of Reason. The song was called Poison the Water. That's coming from some cool guys over there in Norway sending those MP3s all the way over here to little old me. Hanging out in the Grump Bunker. And if you would like to send me some music, if you would like to send me that one MP3, that best MP3, the MP3 that makes you think of the wild and free boobs I've got my hands on right now. Well, what you need to do is just send that over to 76.1 the vault at gmail.com. Also, if, uh, if you uh, would like to check it out online or tell your friends or send a cool link or just see what else is going on behind the scenes, well, you can go over to bestfriendinthewasteland.com and hit submit your music and you can fill out a little form there and give me all of your social media stuff. You'll be put up with a little bio on our website just so other bands can see how cool you are because you went up there and did it first. Yeah, that's 76.1thevault at gmail.com or bestfriendinthewasteland.com Metalheart sent me an email that said Hi 76.1 The Vault Hope our attached track Metalheart featuring Tony Martin X Black Sabbath on lead song also is of interest for your radio The airwaves are from Lejungby in Sweden 
was formed out of the ashes of the act Swedish Whistler, a band that participated in on Pink Floyd tribute discs in the 10-hour Pink Floyd tribute concert in Brighton, organized by Pink Floyd's biggest fan club in England, Neptune Pink Floyd. So uh, this is the um, the airwaves from Le Jungby in Sweden. I'm guessing that's how you say. How do you say this word? That word right there, El Jungby in Sweden. <laughs> that's where those homeboys are from. They're from Sweden and El Jungby. <laughs> that's what they said. From another classic metal sound, and it sounds like like uh kind of like iron maiden this is uh the airwaves and the song is called metal heart my notes say a classic power metal from the early to mid 80s sound this music rides a kaleidoscope of sounds influenced from greats like ozzy iron maiden and ronnie james dio Mix those together and you get a spectacle that takes me back to late night driving, listening to my screaming car stereo in the back seat of my teenage shitbox. How about that? This is The Airwaves and the song is called Metal Heart.
Sugar Anonymous. Sugar Anonymous is a place to help addicts get off the sweet stuff. Sugar Anonymous Success Story Introducing Rodney Rodney had a problem with candy. My problem wasn't just candy. It was candy corn, candy apples, cotton candy, candy yams, candy cane, candy bars, hard candy. Yo, Mike and Ike was in my crew. I knew I had hit rock bottom when I bit into a York peppermint patty and felt the sensation of a diabetic coma. I've been at Sugar Anon for a long time now. I ate two edibles once. When they found me, I was building a nest for my invisible family of pygmies I had adopted. Sugar Anonymous is a place to help addicts get off the sweet stuff. This one is Fred. This one over here is Tyrone. This is Luther. This little guy over here is Pedro. Here's his sister, Quesadilla. Yo, here's Burrito Grande. Alright, so tell me that metal heart didn't have all those things, like I said, wrapped up into one, right? And then it comes out and it's got that, you know, metal heart. You know what I mean? It's like, it, yeah, man, that sounds so straight out of the, like 1985. But so good, man. I was thinking of like old stuff like Grim Reaper, all this old school, just power metal. Just a, it's like ten percent glam, but it's not in a bad way, you know. And and the rest is just metal. It's so good. I really enjoy that song, but it's not my favorite of the week. Why? Because my favorite of the week was sent in by a brand new artist that I didn't know much of anything about. But I was sure glad to hear from and about the other people that are the number one picks of the week. Dum, 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 dum. How about Weekend Recovery and a song called Surprise? Okay, so if you remember, we played something from The Cut uh, earlier, uh, probably this month or, or late last month, we heard from a band called The Cut. And uh, apparently Weekend Recovery has been creating quite a buzz in the UK uh, from from doing a little interaction with the cut. So uh, that's pretty cool. They formed in two seven, 2017. The band have already been championed by a number of national radio stations. On the back of this exposure, the band were signed by a new independent label for the release of their new album. Midway through the release campaign, though, the pandemic struck, causing the record deal and the label to collapse. Game over. Instead of notifying the band of this devastating news, the label went, the label went silent, leaving Weekend Recovery with an album in production and a mountain of invoices to pay. Deciding not to give up on their dream, the band launched a successful crowdfunding campaign and struck a new record deal with Criminal Records in the process. The outcome is the release of their much-anticipated album, False Company, which is now available through all major distribution sites. And that's the stuff I gotta read. Let me tell you how the music makes me feel. It is my favorite of the week. Okay, so the way I would describe this band, Weekend Recovery, is like Alanis Morissette with Seven Mary Three's music being played by the Bangles. Walk like an Egyptian. Um, this song has uh, powerful builds, and then she goes, you 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 She does that a few times. But it, it's not annoying. It's in a good way. See, I do it in the annoying way. Anyway, she said these lyrics. She said, you said it didn't matter. You said it didn't matter. You said it didn't matter. And But the line at the beginning of the song that I love the most is, You hate me, but I can't hate you. God knows I've tried. And uh, you can watch this uh, video from this band called Weekend Recovery and the song called Surprise on YouTube. 
you can check that out. Uh, but you can't get the lyrics there because for some reason you still. I, I I wanted to quote a lot more lyrics in this song, but um, I couldn't read her her uh, very dark lips in black and white video, and they didn't have the lyrics posted. And I'm old, so anyway, I'm gonna let you enjoy this music. That is my number one pick of the week, my favorite song. I'm so glad they sent it in. This is Weekend Recovery, and the song is called. Surprise. song was called surprise and i would like to thank weekend recovery for sending that song in i'd like to thank the airwaves temple of reason just a jester freya alley ace of spades or two paid and both of you guys to know dead grow road as well thank everyone for sending that music in to me this week so i could share it with each and every one of you i hope all of you are safe and sane in this crazy, dangerous world that we all live in. 
And I think of my enormous penis and my troubles start to fade away. And we're turning up the game just a little bit. Cause that sounds so much better. I guess I'm just going to kind of get a drink of my drink and drink a run a little bit. What I said was going to take our damn run and start at it and jump right the fuck in. 